0: and we're live hello everybody and welcome to live reality games and we're continuing our coverage for survivor angelica 2022 my name is parker and as always i'm here with nathan nathan what's going on
1: i am great we have the all-star panel here tonight i am so excited (laughs) for this a little behind the scenes jason texts us just like a week before like who's gonna be on and i thought he was trolling me at first because this was like my dream docket tonight <laughs> the dance.
0: <laughs> yep uh, I'm not even gonna hide I'm not even gonna play uh, be professional here I am beyond excited for our two guests tonight uh, joining us we have from this uh, the player from this current season he was taken from us far too soon we have yes. Ray Ray how you doing man
2: I'm doing pretty good today. I'm, doing, I'm feeling pretty good
0: excited for this too <laughs> and then joining us as well, uh, he stole our hearts playing in Survivor Joke Twenty Twenty One. He's back on production this year. Give it up for Kurt. Kurt, how you doing, man?
3: Good. Glad to be here. Thank you.
0: So, uh, Kurt, I'm a bit familiar with uh, your background with Survivor Joke. I know you've been around, you've been, you've been around the block with Survivor Joke, but. Uh, can I ask you, what made you want to be interested in doing editing specifically for this season?
3: Well, I've done it before. Um, back in the day, we've done this for 20 years, and I remember editing with a VHS tape. That's back how long ago it was, so that was <laughs> tricky, but I've edited before. This is probably the sixth time
0: I've edited the episodes in the 20 years we've been doing this. Awesome. And Ray, because uh, I'm not as familiar with your survivor angelica background, are are you? How how did you come across survivor angelica? Are you a survivor fan and you reached out for this, or is this just something that fell into your lap?
2: It's more something that fell into my lap. I'm uh I'm best friends with uh, Taylor from last season. Oh, and okay. So she was telling me how fun it was and how much of a good time it was. So I said I'll give it a try. It did it did end up being like one of the funnest times of my life. How I don't think you can make connections like that that quick.
1: Yeah. I feel so strong.
0: Did you uh watch back
1: to This goes back to like a live game classic where the friend of either a production member or a host or a previous player like turns out to be amazing. I remember a live (laughs) game Parker and I worked on the host. Whenever anyone would back out, he'd just bring in some random family member or guy he knew. And that person would always either win or be like the fan favorite of the season. (laughs) Like you're falling in line with this trend here.
0: (laughs) So Ray, could I ask you? Uh, did you what did you do to prepare? Not having a survivor background, did you watch any to get affiliated? Did you go to the gym? What did you do to prepare for this?
2: I actually ended up I uh, watched the whole last season. Okay, just to kind of see what was what was going on. I kind of already been in the gym doing stuff like that. You know, I practice fasting because not eating for that long is kind of difficult. <laughs> <laughs> we got a pack of crackers the whole time, so. <laughs> Not the crackers. <laughs>
0: and uh have you uh since uh turned around on the survivor thing? Is it something that interests you? It is. I'm I'm definitely planning on doing more games. I got some lined up this year, I just can't say anything. <laughs> oh, so okay, don't 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 get in trouble. We don't need to get kicked off now <laughs> And uh uh before we talk about the episode, Kurt, I want to turn to you because um, obviously last season wasn't your first time playing, but, um, going, going back, you know, you played last season, you're on production this year. What are the biggest differences you would say between last, uh, the game you played in 2021 versus this season? Are there any huge differences that separate the two seasons from it in your opinion? Uh, yeah, for me, last year
3: was great. Um, but this year, for some reason, everybody that played really wanted to play, and everybody that played has a huge knowledge of Survivor. So this year sets a part where we sometimes will have 10 or 12 people that are really good fans and a few people we have to coax, but now we get the fans coming out. So this, this year is exemplary, is that every single person that played wanted to win, wanted to play, and is still talking about it.
0: I do want to ask, uh, um, Ray. Uh, obviously, you know, you were voted out earlier. Unfortunately, now I, I I I would be remiss if I didn't ask this question: What was worse, getting voted out or eating the bugs? <laughs> I think
2: it had to, it had to be maybe it was, it was getting voted out because the bugs. You know, once you trick your brain to make it think it tastes like triscuits, it it got it got better, but it definitely yeah. really did have my stomach feeling crazy.
1: <laughs> Do you even how long know did it, what kind how long bugs did it take? they were do you even know what bugs they were that you it was ate like worms and crickets oh god
0: <laughs> <laughs> how long did it take to for your stomach to stop hurting after that
2: that was it took a while it was like a couple hours i was in that porta potty Couple
1: times, okay. <laughs> and we have the guy on right now who did a
0: confessional in the porta potty. <laughs> I was about to say, Kurt, I mean, you did a confession in the porta potty. Oh, <laughs> well,
3: that's what my best look at. <laughs> <Yeah,
0: I know. laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so, uh, let's see, Nathan, did you have any other uh questions for Kurt and Ray before we dive into episode seven?
2: Um. Not
0: not in particular. It might come along as we
1: go through yeah. the episode.
0: Okay. So uh, we start off, obviously, we're recapping what happened with the Chaz vote. And one thing that I thought was pretty interesting, and this obviously went over my head watching it, the trial council, was we hear from, maybe it was Sarah Christina, one of the two, that they actually used hand signals while they were at the last tribal council and there was a signal for, if they gave this signal, we're going to vote for um uh, Andrew. But if we give this signal, we're going to vote for Chaz. Nathan, have you ever seen that before? I feel like I've heard people in these games try to, like, say a word at Tribal Council to give the Alliance a clue of who to vote for. But I've never heard of hand signals. The only place
1: I've heard of it are people who, like, pre-gamed in other games. But in that scenario that I heard, they forgot their signals before the game even started. <laughs> so like someone's like moving their
0: arm. This, Kurt, I, I want to come to you. Have has the, is this something that uh, has, to your knowledge, has happened before in Joke? I thought this was a pretty inventive strategy on on the ladies' part.
3: Yeah, it was the first time I've seen the hand signals. Uh, we've had contestants before cough once or twice before they go up to tribal and one cough meant something and two coughs meant something but the
0: handles are new for me i i would hope that uh the cough strategy has gone away after 2022 <laughs> I, I think it needs something nowadays that it did in the past <laughs> yep uh, let's, uh, but that that was just that that was incredibly inventive and i have to give props to uh sarah christina and ayla that that was very well done uh Ray, w- was that something that was even on your mind while you were playing to use something as small as hand signals to signal your alliance? Not
2: once. <laughs> <laughs> Just not thinking that. That's smart, though. I wish I would have thought of that, but no, didn't even cross my mind.
0: <laughs> you sure that? Are you saying that your Instagram pose uh, was not your way of doing a hand signal? <laughs> that wasn't your signal of who to vote for? <laughs>
2: That was like my
1: signal to not vote for me. I guess. <laughs> oh my <Yes>. gosh! <laughs> In all its glory, I use any
0: opportunity I have. <laughs> uh, this is something that uh, I was going to cover at the end, but I, I think this is a good time to bring it up. Uh, Kurt, you're you're. I want to say first of all, you're doing a great job ending these episodes. I'm having a ton of fun. I, I really enjoy how you give. Even the winning tribe, we get to hear from their perspectives. You know, we're not just hearing from the losing tribe before tribal. We're hearing from the winning tribe. You know, what do they think's going on? Their strategy. Uh, I, I must ask, though, uh, how much in residuals are you paying uh, Ray when you play his laugh at the end of every episode? How, how, <laughs> how much is Ray getting paid for that?
3: Well, the funny thing was is that uh, Jason Cernas asked after the Ray episode, um, "Can we have Ray in each each episode?" <laughs> And I'm like, well, he's hooded out, I do do that. Like, you don't have a camera following him around the entire weekend. So. so I'm like, oh, maybe I'll just put a laugh in him. And then somebody else, a couple of people had suggested that you need Ray's laugh in, in the episode. So, you know, I went to
0: Ray, did you have any idea that this was going to be starting at the end of the episodes? Were you told about this? No, not at all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was watching it and I started laughing at my laugh at the end. <laughs>
0: you were like, "Oh, well, why you were like, why is my disembodied voice <laughs> closing the episode?" <laughs> uh I I think it's a great touch. I I think it's hilarious. Uh, that's but I had to bring that up cuz uh Kurt, I figured you were the right guy to ask about it as the editor.
3: <laughs> yeah, and and just just raise hearing Ray's voice now bring into back the entire weekend. Um we we had boom mics and If it was 60 70 yards away, we had a problem with the audio because you could still hear Ray laughing over the Ponderosa, or he wasn't even challenging to hear him laughing. I think he may have come across when we had the other team tribal vote, you could hear him laughing in the background.
0: I'm really, I'm really hoping we get an episode in the future where Jason reads out the last vote for somebody and it's a devastating blind side. There's tears rolling down the face. And then as he says it, Ray is just laughing <laughs> in the background. Unrelated to someone getting voted out, we just hear a laugh as someone's getting blindsided. I'll make that happen. <laughs> thank you. Yes, thank you. That, that's my suggestion. <laughs> thank you. Um. Uh, Kurt, one thing you were uh, talking about before we got on here that I thought was really interesting is uh, this is the first year Surround Joke has had five cameras. How, how how has that process been for filming this most recent season with this upgraded equipment?
3: Uh, it ma- it makes the editing easier and tougher. Um, it's easier because there's great footage. It's tough because you have to sift through everything to get to the great footage. Uh, there's so much content here that when you talked about the other team that didn't even go to tribal getting interviews is because their content was so good that I'm like, we can't leave this out. Yeah,
0: that's a good problem to have. I mean, it, it could be the opposite where there's not enough footage, but you have so much footage that you can really go through. You know what's good, what's going to impact the story, what's maybe a funny little moment. You, it, it's a good problem to have.
3: Yeah, and I think it's also important to show the losing team what's going on with the winning team, so because you take yourself out of a situation you don't know what's going on across the street across the other camp across the other tribe and it also makes the losing team feel worse about
0: themselves knowing that the other team's feeling so good about themselves <laughs> <laughs> so uh, speaking of the winning team I, I I thought this was like a this was like a classic like live game moment um, where we had a conversation between Mark Tori and Dan and they're just chatting it up and then, they see Justin pass by, who they're supposed to be working with, and like, oh, we got to call over Justin. Like, we cannot make him suspicious. We're talking without him. Like, we need him to come over just so he knows we're good. And he comes and joins. Like, that I, Nathan and I have played one of these games before. I can't tell you how many times you have to be very conscious of the fact of, e- even if it's someone you're not working with, if they see you talking, you need to have some excuse of what you're talking about. You need to be conscious of, all right, talk quieter so they don't hear what we're saying. If we're working with them, bring them in. Ray, was there any moment like that that happened to you while you were out there, where you were maybe having a conversation and uh, somebody passed by and you're like, "Oh, <laughs> come in, come here, come here." It was, I don't know.
2: <laughs> maybe I just played it wrong, but I don't, I don't think so. It kind of, I was talking to
1: anybody about anything almost. It was
2: just, I was just chatting the whole time. I don't, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because of this conversation, though, we get—I think—the first quadruple confessional ever, and we yep. get everyone's America's favorite boy band coming into play here <laughs> <laughs> of Dan and the Gangsters. Dan
0: and the Gangsters. Uh, Dan and the gangsters. And the gangsters. <laughs> we we do also hear there's like a a very there's a throwaway line like later in a confessional from Ayla where she's like. I'm sorry that I'm young and don't know what and don't get your Backstreet Boys references. I'm like, I, I think Ayla's <laughs> more familiar with Dan and the Gangsters than she is with Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> or New Kids on the Block. It wasn't bad. Sorry, it was New Kids on the Block. <laughs> they <all> the <laughs> Kurt, that is something that, again, yeah, I, I want to... Sorry, go ahead. Go
3: ahead. No, you go.
0: Okay, I I was just going to say, I was going to applaud you because that's something that I really like about Angelica. And I think this is something that CBS Survivor has recently started doing more, you know, doing like little editing jokes, like, you know, just in the show. But uh, this is something that I think was even true last season was uh, there was some editing jokes here and there through the episodes. But I think there's been quite a few every episode, Kurt. Do these just come to you in the moment while you're ciphering through the footage?
3: Yeah, because I've only had have one or two cameras and I don't know what the other crew is doing on the other side. So when I start to go through this footage, I'm seeing gold and then I start to realize where could I place this so the continuity stays the same and your boredom isn't there. Because if you have a five minute interview, sometimes you lose focus. But the rapid fire talks that lead into each other and the continuity is what I really like about this year because everybody was saying something good and you could actually go from one point to the other. Um, there was a point where Andrew swore and then he you know, apologize, and then I cut to Sarah and she swears. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, it becomes gold and I don't have to do, the only thing I have to do is split it together, splice it, and then see what
1: happens. Kurt, in this pre-merge, who would you say as the editor is the confessional MVP? Who do you think gave the best confessionals?
3: (sighs) There's so many of them. Uh, it's, it's Ray was great because all we had to do was laugh, and then there's this... It's, it's all the <laughs> laughing and Ray. Gave it a little bit now, but, you know, um, it, the, the maturation of, of seeing people start to get more comfortable is amazing to me. Because right off the bat, you have Tori, who just likes talking to the camera. Dan likes talking to the camera. And then as the, the episodes go on, you start to hear from Ayla. And you start to hear from Sarah, Christina. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, wow, these people are saying really good things. It's hard to pick one person, but everybody's been doing an awesome job.
1: I feel like this episode, Ayla kind of came into her own uh, with her voice in confessional-wise. Like, before she was given good confessionals, but I feel like this was kind of her culmination. Like, Parker was referencing with the (laughs) band references and all of that. I really enjoyed her commentary this week.
3: Well at one point she at one point she thought a propane tank was a trash can, so that was
0: a high. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well uh one thing that uh, uh, has been talked about a lot, and this will come back to you, Ray, was uh, we hear, and again, no, no spoilers for uh, future episodes, of course, but uh, that players can just not find these idols and or advantages. Ray, was that experience, was that your experience out there where you just tipped over every single thing inside and just nothing? <laughs> that was definitely it. We were, uh, we were trying to do like a,
2: a group search not a single person found anything even close to idol. I, I don't know. They hit those very good. Like very good. I was on the outskirts where they said, uh, <laughs> it won't be, I was like, man, I'm, I can't find anything. I'm in the trees doing random stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and Kurt, and Kurt, from a production standpoint, uh, this is the first episode that, and we'll get to it where an advantage is found. Dave eventually finds the advantage. We're, were you surprised at how difficult it was for the players to find things or was that production's intention to make it uh, at least somewhere around this level of difficulty
3: no there were, there were some that they weren't found or you know weren't, uh, we've had a few more advantages that just didn't come to fruition uh, when we talk about this next challenge in this episode um, there's one specific one that you know we can reference but yeah, we were a little surprised that the uh, uh finals weren't found. in fact, Alyssa had such a hard time I had to make two episodes out of her searching
0: for it. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so <laughs> I felt bad for Alyssa. Uh, because we see this is the second episode in a row where she's trying, she's uh you know, hitting herself over the head, trying to figure out what does this clue mean, where's the advantage, and then Andrew's the one who finds the clue, he can't find either. And then eventually, we cut to Dave, and I was like, Oh, that, that, that's some more classic editing humor. I it, it was funny, but I, I I felt bad for them, uh, in that moment, certainly. Uh, let's see, Nathan, was, was there it was tough for her. Yeah, Nathan, was there anything else that you noticed, uh, from the episode before we get to the challenge?
1: Uh, I love Dave just casually roasting Chaz as Chaz oh. is getting voted out. Dave is just like, yeah, Chaz, he voted himself out. That's terrible. <laughs> I love Dave because he's so nice most of the time, but every once in a while it just gets into confessional, and just roast someone randomly. Yeah, we learned
0: last week about his uh, his line for Sarah that didn't make the cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's just uh, very classic. Um Ray, that that's something that was kind of uh under we we didn't talk about it a lot uh in the last week's podcast when Chaz got voted out but Chaz actually was the only person who didn't uh uh, uh vote you out uh, the round you went out was uh, obviously you, I'm sure you found out after the game but were you surprised upon hearing that Chaz was the only one who was voting with you did you think that Chaz had your back as much as he ended up having it
2: I did feel like Chaz was Completely on my side, and I, I felt like after that first round that we voted Chaz out, that was that's if he when he came back, I realized that was going to be my strongest ally. Actually, so I did end up realizing that, but I, I didn't I didn't think that he'd be my only ally at the time.
1: Okay. <laughs> Ray, if I remember correctly, it seemed like you didn't want to vote him out in episode one, despite the fact that he's asking to be voted out. Like, could you go into that? Yeah, I,
2: basically, he was – as we were, like, filling up the balloons and doing, like, little stuff, it just seemed like he had a lot of knowledge of the game, and I figured that would come in handy as far as in the beginning of the game, you know, everybody's – we got to come together as a team for the next couple challenges. So I was like, we might need him to win challenges so we're not losing every single thing, which we actually end up doing losing everything.
1: <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. I want to – Go ahead, On that note real quick. Okay, episode one has no elimination. Am I right? Or was there an elimination in Uh, episode one? Okay, so he. I didn't know if there's no elimination in episode one. So we're on episode seven. This one tribe has lost six out of seven immunity (laughs) challenges. It's really jarring seeing the men on the other tribe, like uh, Dan and the gangsters or whatever. (laughs) And all... how these guys have gone to one tribal council out of seven eliminations? It was. It didn't really occur to me till this round.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: it was rough for Benu. I, I don't know. That's like the haunted tribe. <laughs> what,
0: what, what? <laughs> <laughs> Kurt, how does the, how is how, is it tricky from an ending standpoint as well as a production standpoint to constantly have the same team lose? Because you're constantly having to go through the same uh, storylines over and over because the same tribe is losing. Is that is it difficult?
3: It can be, but the other thing that is easy is that because they've gone to tribal so much and they're used to it, you don't get the uncomfortability of tribal. It's like, it's like they already know the process, and let's just go vote and get it over with. Um, and Jason does a, an awesome job of trying to get them to, to mention things and to bring things up, but sometimes their minds are set and you just got to go vote.
0: Ray, I want to give you the chance to clear your name on this because we've heard through these, heard through these podcasts that one of the reasons that your alliance voted you out was they felt like uh, you were most likely to jump ship or would have allegiances to the other tribe. Let's clear the out. Do you think that was a fair assessment or do you think that was a little bit overblown? That was overblown.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I did not plan on switching not one bit. It was just I'm a very indecisive person. So I knew it came off like that. And when they told me after, I kind of realized, like, yeah, I was kind of all over the place. Because I really, all these connections I built, I didn't want to, I really couldn't feel myself getting rid of somebody. I don't know. It, it felt wrong getting rid of somebody. I was like, come on. I, I, we can't do this. We can't do that.
0: Yeah, I was just very indecisive. <laughs> and, and, to, and to be fair, you know, everybody, I'm not saying that uh, there wasn't, you know, everybody has to go. You need a reason to vote somebody. And that might have just been the reason that come up. I just wanted to. Uh, give you the chance to talk about it, if you felt like that was uh, fair from your perspective
2: yeah I, I felt like they had the right to believe that because of how indecisive I was <laughs> but that wasn't my intentions but I did want to team up with Tori at some point I definitely did I and, and what, bring him over to our side
0: <laughs> okay that that, that would have been fun I, I would have liked to seen that alliance and you know this is the first time you played like you said you know, you learn so much the first Lord knows, like I, I played I played as well as a brick the first time I played one of these <laughs> games. So you learn you learn a whole lot after the first time. So like like Nathan, would you would you say that's pretty accurate that you have a huge advantage if you've played if you're playing on your second or third time compared to your first?
1: Oh, 100%. It's a, it's a lot of just being kind of shy the first time. Like, ooh, I don't want to commit a faux pas and talk to the wrong person kind of thing. I think yeah. Dave actually put it pretty well last week when he was talking about how things kind of move slower when you've played before kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Well, we get to what I thought was a very interesting immunity challenge. Uh, now, normally, I feel like this type of challenge I've seen used on CBS, uh, you know, but as like an individual mutie, I think they did it in Survivor 43, you know, the one where you have to carry the thing uh, up through the chute. But this one was not only was it different, it was a circular motion, but uh, it was a team. So you really were only as good as your uh, weakest member in this challenge. So that, that I thought that was a very interesting component to it. Ray, what what would your strategy been with the discs had you gone to take part? Did you did you notice if there was any particular strategy that worked better than any of the other ones?
2: I noticed that little the, the steep angle thing they were doing was working pretty well. I mean, I didn't see anybody drop it when they used that steep angle, so I'd have, pro- I'd have probably follow suit with that.
0: And, and Kurt, is this a challenge that you've gone to take part in uh, before, at Angelica?
3: Uh, we've used it before. I've never actually participated in it. No.
0: Okay. So, so would you agree with Ray that uh, that that would be the right strategy, or would you you think you would have taken a different approach to it?
3: No, I, I think the right strategy. Well, it's twofold. The right strategy number one is the steep angle. and Number two, uh, maybe sit Christine out next time. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry, Christine. I'm sorry. I'm... <laughs> You, you talked about, uh, you talked about, uh, shady, shady Dave earlier, Nathan. I mean, that was, I mean, we've established that Christina and Dave are friends and we get a conversation after the challenge between Andrew and Dave. And he's like, Oh, she absolutely threw that. Are you kidding me? I'm not convinced otherwise. And and even though we do get a confession of Christina saying she did it, I mean, uh, her, her tri-mates weren't buying it. Like, uh, Obviously, you're just watching from the side, Ray. Like you know, you don't have a personal stake in what's going on. Is that the? Did you get the vibe that Christina was throwing it while it was happening live? I did get that
2: vibe because at first, because when I seen everybody else doing it, I was like, oh, that challenge was like easy. I, I was, I wish I was still in to do that. And then Christina got up there, and I was like, whoa, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> never mind. It's not that easy. They're Just making it look easy. But then after the next ten times,
0: I'm like, okay, maybe now she's blowing it. I think she's... <laughs> <died. laughs> Nathan, it's that... Nathan, it's that uh, tricky part where both of the... There's a majority of original Aka on both tribes, so, I mean, in theory it, it would make sense for Christina to throw it if, you know, the, the goal was to just keep picking off the OG Bennu members. I feel like
1: this challenge is really uh, the kind of thing where there's almost no learning curve to it i feel like if you aren't immediate if you're immediately terrible at this challenge (laughs) i don't think there's much helping you it's kind of like that challenge that like malcolm went out in where you're like holding that ball between the sticks oh yeah like you either have shaky hands or you don't and this is a challenge. Like, as someone who's a caffeine addict, I would be a disaster here with this. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, but you... So you're saying that they should have given Christina an advantage to do it over again, a la Malcolm, which is the worst advantage in the history of the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I really did enjoy this challenge. Uh, like it was, The outcome is tough, uh, knowing that um, some of the uh, Bennu members, I don't even think, got to go. Uh, and whereas all of Anka at least got to go several times uh, going through it. But I, I have to say, I, got, I want to give a shout out to Mark, because knowing my patience... Like I would have been fed up if by the third time like he was, he pulls over the cone and he's just he he is not getting lucky enough to get it. I would not have been as patient as uh, Mark was. So props to Mark for that. But I I also enjoyed that aspect of running out into the field, uh, not knowing exactly which disc it was. A little bit of chance there, but I thought that was a fun twist to it.
1: Kurt, would you say the challenges this year overall have been more physical than last year? Because that's kind of the vibe I'm getting overall.
3: Uh, I don't, I don't, they might be, I'm not sure. We definitely had this year more of a a physical um, element to them rather than mental. Um, So far this, this half, but as, as it progresses, it'll start to get more mental. Uh, We like to put the physical ones in front and then the mental ones in the back end of it because your brain is so fried from the entire weekend that it's fun to see the mental breakdown and some of the challenges when you really
0: have to think it through. Would you say in general, Kurt, that uh, you guys like to start with the more physical challenges uh, at the start normally in a season and then shift towards mental near the individual immunities, or does it kind of shift depending on the season?
3: Uh, we, we try and do that. We try and do the physical ones up, up, up in advance, the other tricky thing is, is that after the merge, when you have individuals, it's very hard to come up with challenges that include nine people, ten people. Yeah. It's easy because you can always do some sort of, you know, structural tournament where people, uh, you know, get eliminated. But trying to do a challenge with nine people is very tricky. So you're, you are you're limited the amount of challenges you can do based on the number that's left.
0: Ray, I want to ask you, what was your favorite challenge that you got to take part in? All
3: three? What do you mean? Um,
0: i would go dodgeball for me. Okay.
2: I feel like that was – I love dodgeball. That's my favorite thing to do.
0: <laughs> I was and, like, oh. and, and it wasn't just because that was the one you won? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. I, I, yeah, probably. Probably that. <laughs> I Look, like no. dodgeball, I think that's like – I feel like I would have excelled the most at that. In that first challenge we did with the the little the ball in the net,
0: I, did. I like both of those probably about the same. Look, and, and I think I remember, I believe it might have been Alyssa on uh, the second podcast we did where uh, after you guys won that dodgeball challenge, uh, she made a comment about how we were not sportsmanlike at all. We were going crazy in front of the other team. Look, I just want to make the record straight. Do not apologize for that, okay? Because Nathan and I came from our own Bennu tribe, once and we just lost everything. And the one challenge we did win, you would think we just won the Super Bowl. So <laughs> when you're in that moment and you know, like, you finally your neck doesn't have to be on the line, like, it, it just overcomes you. You get excited, you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Andrew uh, brought up a comment. He said, uh, not the crickets. I thought that would be Ray's favorite. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, man. Those crickets. I. I couldn't stop thinking about them after.
1: <laughs> yeah. Ray, of the f- gross life. foods that were in that challenge, do you think that was the worst one to get? Or were you kind of looking at some of the other foods like, eh, I kind of got lucky here? I I thought it was the
2: worst one when I ate it. And then after I started to think about it, I was like, ah, maybe not. Because I think the onion was yeah, I agree. absolutely terrible. I couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. The sardines that Andrew had to eat were... I couldn't do that. I think those two was the the two that I said. All right, I'd rather take bugs over those two. But everything else, I seem like it's pretty good. Like a pickle, a cracker with like some sauce on it.
1: <laughs> I think the onion is objectively the worst because it causes physical pain. Like it's not just gross; it it causes anguish to you as you're eating it.
2: I would have cried eating it.
1: Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Turt, where do you weigh in on the uh, gross food eating uh, this season? Well, would you agree that the onions are the worst or would you give it to the bugs?
3: I'd probably give it to the bugs just for the, the, the fact that it, the texture would, would kill me. Onions are okay and mark down that onion pretty good. But I think I think the bugs would throw me off the most.
0: Well, not only, I mean, mark ate that thing like an apple. I was like, <laughs> I, 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 props to him. I, I, would not have done that. I would have needed uh, some utensils. You know, give me a knife, give me a fork. <laughs> like, let's 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 cut this into pieces here.
2: <laughs> I think he made a statement with that.
0: He did. I, he. I think he was, trying he was so
3: happy with that he actually changed the to show. Picture of him with the onion. it's, it's great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was doing the Alyssa strategy of trying to uh, intimidate the other tribe. You know, by taking the biggest bite, um, and it, it worked for him. I think he was sending a statement. I think you're right, Ray. I think he did because um,
2: I got it. I was like, "Wow, really- <laughs>
0: <laughs> this guy's a threat."
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Kurt, remind so, me, did
1: y'all do a gross challenge last year when you played? No, no. This is
3: this. We've we've done this eating before, but it's been uh, many seasons. Uh, we had one year where we just started out and we rolled this challenge out and um, three people refused to even participate in it and it was an individual challenge. So you're we always nervous about the reaction, but because these people are diehard fans, we knew that, you know, they would eat this up pun intended. <laughs> so
0: uh, unfortunately, Another loss for Bennu. Benu 1.0, Benu 2.0, doesn't matter. <laughs> it's uh, it's the, it's Benu all the same in terms of challenge wins. And so we, we do get to the scramble. It's fortunately re- relatively straightforward. I mean, it makes sense strategically for Christina, Ayla, and Sarah to stick together. They have the numbers. Andrew and Dave are on the bubble here, but no, there there is a bit, there is quite a bit here to talk about in terms of strategy. One thing that I thought was really interesting, and perhaps this may have happened. In earlier votes, we just haven't seen it yet. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, one one moment we do hear from uh, Dave how one of his reasons that he thinks he should stay is he's willing to use his or give the ladies his keys. You now he's almost using them as a, a, a bargaining chip, which I thought was pretty inventive strategy. Uh, Kurt, when you guys were coming up with this key twist, I'm sure you know you have in mind oh, it would be great if this happened, you know, oh, we're really hoping with this would happen. Was that something you were kind of hoping uh, somebody would do, is uh, use their keys as a bargaining chip to stay in the game?
3: Yeah, absolutely. And, and the fact that Dave had multiple keys helped out his cause a lot, because you don't know who's got keys, you don't know who has multiple keys, so we, we didn't know how this would play out, but absolutely we were thrilled when Dave was starting to barter up his keys to Sarah. Um, and Sarah wasn't Taken any of it, but at the same time, she's like, "Show me the keys." It's
0: great, Ray. Were you, when you when you were in the game, where where did you? What was your theory about what the keys would ultimately end up doing? I
2: felt like the keys were to open something, so I just didn't. Nobody
0: knew what. <laughs> it was and and of- and I and I'm I'm curious because as someone who you know you did watch a little bit uh, to prepare for the season, but not only are you Still relatively new to the normal Survivor game. Now they're throwing a whole new twist on top of it, like like this key <laughs> element. Like, was, was, that, was that something that you were trying – was the keys often on your mind when you were talking to people or is that just, uh, hey, this will come when we get to it type of thing?
2: It was more so it'll come when we get to it because it kinda, I just kind of forgot it was in my pocket, to be honest. I like, think it's used for something, but I feel like when the moment will arise for me to use it, I don't know, type of thing. I thought, you know, I, that's why I started meditating. I was, I was trying to get that moment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, in hindsight, you know, I, I asked you about your relationship with Chaz earlier. If, if you knew that he trusts you that much, I mean, Chaz was literally trying to meditate with you in that scene. So I, I should have known from that point that you guys were best buddies. <laughs> yeah. <Yo. laughs> yes, from that moment I knew. <laughs> Um, uh, so, so that, that there, so that was with the keys and we do end up getting to big Mo of the episode. Our first advantage of the season has been found. Dave actually finds it. And Nathan, why don't, why don't you walk us through this advantage? Cause it's essentially a, a vote block, correct? Yes.
1: So you get to remove a vote at tribal council from, I was a little confused. I the way it was read, it you get to remove a vote from for one player? It, it, did I read that right? Let's see. One Cur- uh, w-
3: would you Literally say
0: that was right? Else's. You get
3: to pick one user.
0: Yeah. Okay. I th- I th- I yeah, I I, I think uh, I think it was interesting because um, ultimately, well, it, it doesn't end up working out, unfortunately. But I mean, this was quite the, the harebrained scheme that Dave comes up with. Like he's going to Andrew and he's saying, look, even though logically you probably should be voting me out here, let's stick together. Like, let, let's stay in the game. Like, let, let's let's try to make something work here. Nathan, what would you think of Dave's plan here? Poor Dave and Andrew, for the last two weeks, these two men have
1: just been trying to get to rocks, and the survivor <laughs> gods are just not letting them have this thing. <laughs> e- each time, they're like all hyped and jazzed up, like, we're, we're going to war, we're going to war, we're going to war, and either Chaz or an advantage just does not quite work out for them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you're right. and It's unfortunate. No matter what, there's one, they're one vote short each time. And it's unfortunate to see. But Ray, as somebody who was, you know, allied with both these guys, you gave them your keys. I assume this had to be pretty exciting for you when you found out that they at least had a plan going into this tribal council. They weren't 100 percent dead in the water.
2: Yeah, I I like I like the brotherhood they formed right there. I was like, oh, this is some solid teamwork. I I, I wish I was on the team, but I I could have been there with (laughs) y'all. I did like that part of it though. That that was that was good to me. I was like, "This is." I'm glad they stuck together still, even though Alyssa got traded to the other team and Ashley.
1: But my original tribe, I was ready to die for them. <laughs> I mean, you basically did in dodgeball. You were like sacrificing your well-being for the sake of the tribe. It's
2: I didn't hurt. think I was gonna be as mobile because I was actually playing that game off like a sprained ankle that I sprained like the week before. Oh, shit. oh wow! <laughs> I was that did... that was gonna get me voted out, actually. I was like, watch me just
0: start limping through all of this and just get injured. I was like, I can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Did that have an impact in any of the other challenges, do you think, your ankle? Or is it really just the dodgeball?
2: That first challenge
0: was like kind of me testing out how I could actually put
2: pressure on it. So it was kind of like a trial and error. I feel like I could have did way better if I actually trusted it. But after that, I started to trust my ankle. I was like, it's going to get me through this. I know it is. It did until the end. It started hurting after I got voted
0: out. The adrenaline finally wore off. (laughs) I I feel like when you're in the game, you know, you're just so gung-ho, got to win challenges, you know, got to survive the vote, whatever. The adrenaline kind of takes you through it. Then when it, you know, all settles down finally, then, ouch, your body's finally (laughs) telling you, don't do that again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Kurt, I thought this was a really interesting use of an advantage from a production standpoint because – now, Dave easily could have just used this to screw over Andrew if he wanted to. He could have tried to get the ladies to vote on Andrew, but he used it in an offensive way rather than a defensive way.
3: Yeah, and I think that was probably his only his only choice was to do that. He he knew that his days were numbered, and you know he had to use it some way, and that was probably the best move he could do at that point.
0: I, I agree, and 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 you, you, like you allude to, Ray, it, it's cool to see these alliances and these—not even just alliances, just these bonds form in such a short amount of time. You know, like before this game, almost everybody is a stranger. Some people may know each other beforehand, but you really do bond with people when you take away the phones, take away the outside distractions, and all you have is really just getting to know people. So I felt there was—I felt the loyalty was obviously from an alliance standpoint, but also just from uh, them bonding with each other and becoming friends. So, sorry, go ahead, Ray. Oh,
2: yeah, I was about to say, it definitely happened quicker than I assumed it would. Like, I already felt the bond after, like, the first challenge. I said, well, <laughs> we got to get together and I'll figure this out. <laughs> Even though Chaz was giving us, like, a freebie, we still we still felt like we needed to start building something
0: so that this doesn't happen again. We can't lose again. Ray, on this topic, uh, you alluded to earlier that you were definitely wanting, in either a swap or a merge, wanting to align with Tory. I'm curious, who from the other tribe were you sizing up? Is Was there anybody else on the other tribe who you're like, oh, I want to work with them, I can? And vice versa, who were the people who you're like, this person's a threat, I, I, I want to take them out if I get the chance?
2: I kind of, as far as the other tribe, I kind of, I figured I could fill them out because I haven't really talked to them like that until then. But I knew from the beginning of the game, I wanted to have an alliance with Tori and Justin. I knew Justin was a threat. From and why and, and why
0: and why Justin?
2: Because I I knew he played in games before, so I was like okay. I kinda I kinda know that he's he knows what he's doing. So either I wanted to be on his side or he was the first one I was getting out type of thing. I just had to figure out which way I wanted to do that.
0: I just right. had to get far enough to do it. <laughs> <laughs> either I'm about to be this guy, you know, the. Uh, i'm about to be this guy's best friends or best friend or he's number one on my hit list (laughs) (laughs) so uh we do get to the tribal council and uh one one thing that i think is always fun to ask people who edit these shows kurt is you know you you get to pick from the voting confessionals you know sometimes you get a very straightforward just hey nothing personal you know this is just what's got to be done but then sometimes you get uh, Ayla from last week, who is throwing shade at the people she's voting for. Uh, have What have been some of your favorite uh, voting confessionals so far, Kurt, this season?
3: Um, well, Justin and Dave searching the entire area for the unity idol was probably the best moments. I didn't even have to say anything. It's, you know, Dave, poor Dave. I mean, we, we would have never hidden an idol right there, but he was convinced we did. Um, and in general... If there's any good content, we leave it in. We always hold back everybody's vote for the tension. So you don't know who everybody's voting for. So if somebody has something nice to say, uh, we generally won't put that up. We'll put the the shade that people throw as as drama and intrigue
0: um, to the ultimate vote. Kurt, do you think the confessionals in these future episodes are going to get more savage? Or do you think people are going to play coy in the voting confessionals coming up? What can you tease about that?
3: Um, it's it's going to get, it's not going to be cutthroat, but it's going to be close to it. You'll start to see a few fireworks
0: being thrown. Awesome. Nathan, we, Nathan we're, we, we get, Dave plays his advantage. We sit down. Jason explains what it does. We go through the votes. It ties two to two. And then the ball drops we learned that the advantage does not carry over through a revote.
1: The question I had with this was, did Dave know that that was the case with this advantage? Did you get figure that out?
3: <laughs> um, he wasn't sure, but like he said, whether it was a carryover or not, it was his only move. And generally with these advantages, they usually don't carry over. The only thing that ever carries over is an in an uh, uh, immunity idol, or, or if you want to challenge your um, immunity, usually any advantage like that's only a one-time thing. Um, David crunched the numbers; he's assuming he'd be back to two and two, and go to rocks. But because there were five people, um he didn't factor in the fact that it was an odd number of people because he removed a vote. And then when it came back, there's an odd number form It wouldn't have been a time anyway. Uh, that yeah, that that makes
0: sense and. You know, from a viewer standpoint, you know, it's hard not to root for, you know, the underdogs. You know, Dave and Andrew—they've been going to all these tribal councils. You know, they're in a bad spot. They get this is their one shot, and it just—it just wasn't enough. Unfortunately, that's the way the cookie cookie crumbles. Sometimes you just—it—it just doesn't go your way. Survivors, a lot of skill, but there's also a lot of luck, and unfortunately, because I gotta say, you know, Dave—he was in a great spot, you know, in his original tribe, but this swap just did not. Uh, cut it out for him, Nathan.
1: No, I was I was really disappointed. Uh, I was really enjoying Dave. He was uh, starting to throw a little more uh, shade in confessionals as he went along. <laughs> uh, very like dry sense of humor, and I appreciated that. I also just feel like he would do well if he made the merge in all likelihood. So I feel like we kind of, similar to last season with Alyssa, I feel like we kind of missed out here Uh I don't know if it's the merge next week, but I feel like we're pretty close to it. If not, so I feel like we kind of he kind of got sniped there.
0: Alyssa's a great comparison because that that's that's how I felt watching last season was just right on the bubble. The merge, who knows what can happen if if he was able to get in there? Uh, because I don't, and again I don't know what's going to happen. We'll find out very soon. But I don't think this um, original Anka is very united, like. Oh. Uh, it, I will not be surprised if they stick together for a few boats, but Nathan, there's cracks upon cracks in this group.
1: Okay, speaking of Alyssa, I actually wanted to bring this up. I forgot about this as I was watching. There's a super ominous confessional midway through the episode, like right before the challenge, where Alyssa says, I think it's the merge next week. I just really hope I don't get voted out right before the merge again. That'd be the worst thing in the world. And in my head, I'm just thinking, Kurt's editing this, and this would be the most morbid confessional to leave in the episode. That's what happens. So that's when I started to get nervous here.
0: Kurt wouldn't do that. Right, Kurt? Yeah, I don't know. I don't
3: even know what happens. I'm, I'm
0: clueless. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, unfortunately here, um, the vote does tie. We go to the revote. vote um, Two to one vote once again. Uh, props to Andrew for uh, even in the revote knowing Dave is about to get voted out, still not voting for him, uh, voting for Sarah. So, classy move on Andrew's part. Also, I... Uh, Nathan, one person we didn't talk about too much in their role in all this, I think, is Andrew. Because sometimes it's even like in these situations where it's either you or one other person, like in the Andrew spot where it's, it's not you, those sometimes those people can still go home. Because if you say one wrong thing or if you give up too much information or if you step out of line, it could easily just turn around on you. And I thought Andrew handled this role relatively well this episode. I
1: felt so much for Andrew this episode. Andrew, you could just see on his face was going through so many like stages of grief. And you could see that he was aging by the minute just going <laughs> through all of this. And yeah. I totally related to this dilemma because when you know for a fact you're going home, it's this constant debate of, should I actually try to stop these people from throwing me in the fire? Or should I just run around like a crazy person and try to find advantages? Right, And you can tell throughout the episode, he's like pacing back and forth, deciding which one he wants
0: to do. And neither one's necessarily right or wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ray, do you think Andrew took the right approach, being the guy who's going to stay but can easily screw this up and get sent home? Did you think he took the right approach uh, with just keeping his uh, his, uh, head in the sand? Did you think that was the right move for him? I did think that was the right move for him, as I was
2: watching it. Actually, he was he was making me stressed when I was watching it. Like, I was getting stressed <laughs> for him. I was like, "Man, like, he's he got to get out of this." I'm watching the movie. <laughs> I did feel for him, and I really felt like he handled that exactly how he should have. Because at the end of the day, he he didn't go home that round. So. <laughs> right.
0: and it is stressful because it's like he keeps talking, and you know, he he uh, every it was like every time he went. And I'm sure they're the same conversation, just cutting back in different points. But every time the episode, he would have one-on-one with Sarah, one-on-one with Christina, one with Ayla. I'm like, Andrew, like, <laughs> Andrew, like I know what you're trying to do here. Like you're doing what you need to do. You need to talk. But the more you talk, the more these, the more they can just go. Uh, I don't like how Andrew's talking a lot. Let, let, let's just get rid of him. I was like, oh my gosh. But he he made it work. He made it work. I, I was very hap- happy for him that. uh, he didn't manage to uh, overplay his hand here. So props to Andrew for that. Because it's a tough spot. Like, I've often found that, like, in these situations, yeah, obviously the bottom of the tribe is is very bad to be in. But it's just as bad to be second to the bottom because you really can't plan for long term in that standpoint. It's just, if you're the backup vote, you can't really plan long term. You just have to, like twiddle your thumbs and hope that it's not exactly. me this week if I'm the backup vote. And that's the position Andrew found himself in. Yeah, it's almost it, like it,
2: focus on winning the next challenge at that point.
1: <laughs> it was – Andrew brought up a comment at Tribal Council where he said uh, it's frustrating to talk to people who clearly are nodding along but they're not actually – uh, wanting to go through with anything you're talking about. And it actually reminded me of a discussion I had with my fiancé today, where there's a <laughs> cell phone salesman who corners her in the in the store, and is like, hey, you want to update your cell phone plan? And I know Absolutely, she does not want to change her cell phone plan. But to be polite, she sits there for 20 minutes and listens to their pitch. And at a certain point, you just want to be polite and be like, No, I don't want this. Stop wasting your time. Go find an advantage.
0: I'm glad this podcast is uh, good therapy for you, Nathan.
1: Yes. <laughs> After all these live games and cell phone sales, you need this
0: kind of therapy. so yeah of course yeah yeah. it goes hand in hand. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, before we talk about uh, Dave, I wanted to ask uh, Kurt, was there any you mentioned earlier that you know there's so much footage to go through and you know you can only make the episode so long. Was there anything that didn't man that didn't make the cut in this episode that you wish would have?
3: No, actually, I was able to to put all the good points in there. The only thing that I wish sometimes is, you think we have everything on camera, but then all of a sudden something is "Hey, you didn't get that," uh, you know. I mean, at some point we have to turn the camera off. Um, but everything that that I think I wanted to convey was there. I would have liked to got a little more footage of uh, Ray um, putting his stuff in the Ponderosa and having some food, but
0: that didn't make any sense (laughs) in the episode. (laughs) Speaking of very hard-hitting question, all the viewers want to know this. Ray, what was your first meal after you got voted out?
2: Oh, man. I had some, uh, what was it? It It was like ziti or something? Like ziti with like cheese and, oh, man. Oh my that was gosh, like,
0: that sounds good now. <laughs> that was like heaven after that game.
2: <laughs> I walked over there like, I get to eat now? I was like, oh, let's go. <laughs>
0: that sure beats my first meal after I played the first time. I had a granola bar that was past its expiration date. So <laughs> that sure beats what I had.
1: <laughs> Parker, did I ever tell you about my first meal after I got voted out? Did I, did I ever tell you this story? no please please do i was a teenager and i was an idiot so i'm like oh i don't need any actual food so we went to walmart i just bought this gigantic bag of chocolate and just started eating (laughs) this chocolate in the tennessee hot sun it's like going everywhere it's such a stupid choice for a food but i loved it so
0: (laughs) what brand it was Hershey's. I love me some Hershey's. Okay, okay, good, good choice, them. good choice. I, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna roast you depending on what you said. Was- <laughs> 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 were you craving Hershey's, or were you craving the chocolate, or was that just
1: something cheap in in the area? I was, I was craving caffeine. So once I had caffeine and like sugar, I, I was fine. My 16 year old brain. Those were the. Uh, that was the food pyramid. Caffeine, and sugar. You uh, <laughs> had to be amped up after that one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, we unfortunately uh, say goodbye to Dave, and uh, uh, well, I want to go around the panel, but uh, well, Nathan, you and I are. You kind of talked about Dave a little bit ago, so I'll, I I want to talk about him. Uh, Dave was so much fun. I mean, he wasn't I I know I already said it. he was in such a good spot early on and but not only was he just a good player he was just a fun character you could just tell every confession he had he had a huge smile on his face so happy to be there didn't take the game personal just wanted to have fun and do his best and I appreciate how appreciative for lack of better term he was for the experience you know in his final words you know he could just say oh you know screw this this wasn't great but he's telling people to apply and play the game because he had such a good experience and that he was a class act. And I, I really enjoy watching Dave and Ray and Kurt from y'all's perspectives. What, what was it like getting to be with Dave out there?
3: Um, yeah, for me, it was, it was great. He was definitely, uh, in my top 16 players this year. Um, (laughs) and (laughs)
0: And what about you, Ray? How how was your experience with Dave?
2: I love Dave. He was one of my favorites from the jump. Me and Dave kind of hit it off like first, first things first, like in the parking lot before. I knew Dave was he he had the energy and the vibe coming from him that. He he wanted to be there and he loved every second there. I kind of felt that from him at all times. So almost his energy almost made it more confident for me being in my first game. I was like, okay, so this is he, he's already He's showing me that he knows this is going to be fun, so I know this is going to be fun now. So I think Dave, actually, he changed the game for me. He made it, he made it more fun for me. I, I definitely did love Dave in that game. I hated to see him go early like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's see. Nathan, uh, we're coming up now, and it's seven original Anka, three original Beno, Let's let's go through some of our like what wh- where 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 do we where does the game go from here? Well, my current
1: prediction is that um the gangsters there's a new twist where four people can win individual immunity <laughs> and they all just keep winning immunity
0: throughout the whole game. <laughs> That's my current running theory. An immunity the necklace Multiplier, if you will, yeah,
1: but it's not like a multiplier, it's just a giant immunity necklace that fits four people. Oh, and they all have it's like those <laughs> yeah, two that yeah, fit yeah. two people. It's just yeah, exactly. have to wear it just all about the way, it's an innovation, shoulder to shoulder.
0: But uh, it, you know, I, in all seriousness, this is a and obviously, you know, we we do not know. Uh, if it's going to merge next episode or if the episode after that, but the merge is assuming, assuming on the uh, horizon. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of ways this can go. I, I, I will say, you know, I think the people in the best spot just as of now, I would have to say would be um, really anybody in that Anca tribe who has ties to both of the two alliances going on. And, you know, when I think that, I would think Justin... I think Christina has a few things going on with quite a few people, those two especially, because Justin, you know, he's kind of working with the guys on the current tribe he's on. But also he wants to get back up with Christina. Uh, I I think, Nathan, would you would you say that's fair? I think those two have the most uh, leeway in terms of who they could work with.
1: Yeah, it's so lopsided at this point. I mean, original Tribe-wise, it's 7-3 to currently. So I feel like this big group has to disband sooner rather than later.
0: Yeah. And that's why I'm not quite comfortable saying it, of course, just because of how the numbers are falling. Because we could go into the merge and buy Andrew, buy Alyssa, buy Ashley, you know, and then we're just Anka. But you would think in these situations in survivor history, it normally helps to be down in numbers in a way because you're not intimidating anymore to the opposition. Like you're almost just seen as a number that can be scooped up. And I, I I assume that's how Andrew's going to play it. Uh, I would assume Ashley and Alyssa will as well. They're both smart players, but it could easily backfire on them. But I I would think that they would be appealing numbers at this point, especially if you're not keen on an Anka final seven, which I mean, I don't even think all of them want that, (laughs) given by... I think some of them may want that, but given by their confessionals, I don't think, like, Ayla wants that. I don't think Sarah wants that. I know Justin probably doesn't want that, so it's very interesting. Like, if this tribe went to more tribals earlier on, uh, maybe they would have been able to work through some of this, but because they've just been safe for so long, they haven't really had to betray each other yet, but almost like the family reunion... Like once they get back together it's going to be explosive. At least that's my that's my prediction. Are the Parker Barnett family reunions especially explosive? Uh, I, I may or may not be speaking from uh, experience, uh, but, I, but I, I don't know what your point is.
1: <laughs> I do worry for Andrew that he kind of, kind of similar to last year, how Kurt kind of left as like the sacrificial lamb. Don't like, remind Right me. after the verge, Yeah, I'm, we're still recovering. Uh, but like, I, I'm worried that Andrew could be in a similar spot there just because he's so obviously athletic. Yeah. So I do worry for that that he might be the um, not consent I guess consensus vote at, right after the merge. Like we don't want to
0: betray each other quite yet. Oh yeah, uh, I, I agree. Like it just like uh, I was saying earlier. Like this could easily go. They could stick together for one, maybe two vote. The original Anka and hey Andrew, he's a physical guy. He's a big guy. Let's just knock that out right away. That that's typically what we see in these merge boots. Uh, Kurt was a challenge beast uh, last season, so they had to get rid of him when they, when they did. Uh, and I think Andrew may fall upon the same fate. <laughs> 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 I, I think you. Uh, what uh, are funny, you saying, Kurt? I, I think it. you were a challenge beast. Um,
3: that- <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it wasn't a challenge. Uh, but I will sort of, the funny thing is is that um, Taylor and Amy decided uh, to give me a body put. Everybody that voted for me last year, I'm up. So I found that really
1: cool. <laughs> ah, that's so good.
3: I one taste horrible in that <laughs> <laughs> Does what, it what taste do like do? sour grapes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. It does. <laughs>
0: I love that. Why don't, why don't more people do that? More, more people should give the people they vote out more gifts. (laughs) It doesn't rub it in the, like, like Ray, what, what gift are you expecting from your original tribe in the mail tomorrow? What, what gift do you want to see shipped to you? I would be
2: expecting those cheddar crackers that we had. I was like the only one in there that liked cheddar. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that, that that's what that, that's what i uh, actually said uh, when we yeah. had her on they said another strike against you was you weren't you weren't vibing with the peanut butter cracker crew <laughs> <laughs>
1: can you funny. imagine doing this kind of thing in real life like just taunting someone due to their failures like hey as your christmas <laughs> gift here's a poster of your eviction notice from a few years ago you know <laughs> <laughs> this feels very survivor related here It doesn't really work in other contexts. Oh,
0: I nowhere else would it make sense other than survivor and and and, and arguably the you know it I I'm I'm kind of jealous I don't have a bug like I I'm kind of jealous I wish somebody sent me a bug and instead I just got a it's nothing personal, voting confessional. From all, <laughs> yeah, of, it's yeah. just the game, <laughs> which you know is the most generic thing to say. Which even even when it's true, because sometimes you really do feel that way. That that's all I got. It's it's just a game, <laughs> <laughs> which is why I had to ask uh, Kurt earlier uh, if it, about the future of voting professionals. So he, I, I'm definitely excited for the more. Uh, savage uh, ones to come because uh, I, I, I that's the, that that's something that's missing from current Survivor, and I do appreciate that these live games can supply us with uh, savagery for like for lack of a better term in the gameplay. Nathan, awesome. did you um, have uh, any other questions uh, uh, for uh, Ray and uh, Kurt about this episode in particular?
1: Uh, Ray, who did
0: you have the most fun
1: with in the pre-jury uh, hangout, like during the game?
2: Who did I had the most fun with? Who was I talking to the most? Probably, uh, probably Chrissy. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. <laughs> okay. definitely Chrissy. After after she uh, got over the emotion, she was she was upbeat, <laughs> fun, energetic.
0: Ray, who uh, we asked? Uh, the uh, we asked. Pretty much all your other tribe members about this. Who were you hoping would come back in the comeback of the three competing? Of the
2: three competing, I was hoping. I was really hoping Chrissy would have. Okay. And I wanted. Uh, I wanted Chaz to come back because I felt like he left in the wrong way. But I secretly, deep down, I wanted Chrissy to come back to kind of redeem from the previous episode. I was like, well, this would be a great comeback story right here. <laughs> so right into
0: well that's all the questions i had um uh ray kurt was there anything else you guys uh wanted to add uh before we uh start signing off i don't think so a lot of fun yes absolutely well once again i i had a blast Uh, i i have not stopped smiling for the last hour so ray kurt thank you guys so much for joining us this was a ton of fun uh we will be back uh next week with another recap of the next episode of survivor angelica we're getting down to it final 10 uh i i'm enjoying the season nathan uh any anything else um,
1: I'm hoping it's merged next week, but it would also be kind of funny if Andrew somehow went to like seven different tribal councils before the merge. So I,
0: I'm a little bit torn,
1: but I, I'm hoping merge.
0: I'll plant my flag there. Why do you want our boy to be so stressed? <laughs> You're trying to stress poor Andrew out. <laughs> you saw him. You saw him all through this episode. He looked like he'd aged 10 years. <laughs>
4: yeah. He he showed
0: up in the parking lot all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, ready to go. And he now he looks like he's coming back from war <laughs> yeah. as these episodes keep going on. He's been through so much. His his voting confessional near the end, speaking of, <laughs> I've got to carry on for my allies or w- w- whatever he said. Like He's just lost so much. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 would be that would be funny in a sixth sense though i, I do agree yes, with you, Nathan. Yes. that that would be funny in that way uh but other than that that's uh that's i think everything we had uh thank you everybody for tuning in live uh this was a lot of fun and we'll be back soon all right thank you for having us absolutely thank you guys for joining us thanks man